Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everyone to, if you haven't already, fill out the end-of-season survey, which you can find in the description for this episode. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to the Alternate History class. My name's Andrew, and here we explore alternate history through the lens of a history class from another timeline. Last time, we looked at the build-up to and solidification of alliances in the Great War. This week, we'll look at the cause of the Great War and the desires of the nations that would become involved Before we look at the cause, lead up to, and goals of the nations involved in the Great War, we must first look at some Habsburg family drama, as it is likely that this war, at least as it was, may never have happened um, if it hadn't been for the disagreements between the Emperor, Carl Joseph, and his Archduke and heir, Franz Ferdinand. Uh, They had a deep personal disagreement, largely based uh, in in Franz Ferdinand's choice in wife, which Carl, which, uh, which his uncle, did not approve of. Franz Ferdinand also wanted a more internal focus, a more and closer ties with Germany, while uh, while the emperor had a strong opposition uh, to the German Empire. Now, this would lead to the eventual dismissal of Franz Ferdinand as emperor uh, in waiting, uh, as his uncle would remove him from the line of succession, uh, which made uh, uh, Karl, uh, his cousin, the Archduke of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, and he uh, decided to try to endear himself to the populace and began a tour uh, of the empire. Uh, this included two newly acquired lands uh, with a large Serbian minority that the Serbians wanted 
and and during that trip on June 28th of 1914, uh, Archduke Karl uh, of Austria-Hungary was assassinated by uh, Gavrilo Princip uh, in Sarajevo. Uh, this would deeply anger uh, the emperor who called short his vacation and grieved as he had a strong connection with this grandnephew of his uh, and would push for his foreign minister to quickly send a list of demands to Serbia, a list of harsh demands as he wanted revenge for the death of his favorite nephew. Now, these demands would be sent on July 6th, only a day after Karl's body had been laid in state uh, in Vienna. Uh, now, these demands came with a 48-hour deadline for the Serbian government. Uh, now these were considered harsh by the entire European community when they were released. Uh, involved suppressing any publication that criticized uh, the Habsburg dynasty uh, in Austria-Hungary and uh, what they said were against the territorial integrity of the empire. Uh, it also wanted Serbia to dissolve any nationalist organizations such as the one that was uh, responsible uh, for the emperor's assassination. Uh, the, they, they also wanted uh, to eliminate anything that criticized Austria-Hungary in Serbian school books and public documents. They want Serbian military and civil administrators uh, uh, and, uh, and any functionaries who they, you know, did not like. They wanted Serbia to, exec, uh, to accept representatives of the uh, Austro-Hungarian government for the suppression of subversive movements. They wanted to bring to trial all accessories to the Archduke's assassination and allow Austro-Hungarian delegates, meaning in this case law enforcement officials, to take part in the investigation of the assassination. Uh, they wanted to arrest a couple of major uh, uh, Serbian figures who were named as participants in the assassination plot. They wanted to cease uh, the cooperation, uh, as they saw it, of Serbian authorities in the traffic in arms and explosives across the border uh, between the two nations, uh, as well as the dismissal and punishment of uh, Serbian officials 
and the Sabak and uh, Loznica uh, Frontiers uh, guilty of having uh, uh, assisted uh, in the assassination. They would. They also demanded to uh, have explanations provided to them regarding uh, who the, you know Serbian officials who have expressed themselves in interviews what they viewed as terms of hostility to the Austro-Hungarian government. Uh, and then, of course, they wanted to know, uh, without delay, the execution of the these measurements. Uh, now, Serbia, for its part, was relatively reasonable. Uh, it only refused... Uh, the demands that allowed Austria-Hungary to suppress what the monarchy viewed as subversive elements inside Serbia and taking part in the investigation and the trial of Serbians linked to the assassination. Knowing what this would lead to, it began to mobilize. And it proved to be right as the Austro-Hungarians, as we now know widely, uh, with the the blessing of the French government, would declare war uh, on Serbia. Now, the reason they got the blessing of the French government is because they knew this would likely spiral, you know, likely bring Russia into the war and they needed... French backing to fight the Russians, uh, as they would have two-front war, and no one quite like really likes a two-front war. Uh, and their their premonition would be right, as on July eleventh, uh, only two days after the declaration of war, Russia would mobilize to back Serbia, declaring war. On the Austro-Hungarians, France would then uh, have its defensive pact called up and mobilized to back the Austro-Hungarians with demands that the Germans and Russians back down. Uh, the Germans and Russians refused the French demand, and war between them and France would begin on July 13th. On July 16th, France chose to attack straight through Alsace-Lorraine to attempt to keep the United Kingdom out of the war by uh, keeping neutral Belgium and Luxembourg out of the war. Um, But that did not stop the UK from joining the war, as the UK had all intentions to... Uh, to put a more friendly French government on the throne. Uh, now, the you know, outside of this major push, two more would join with it within a month of the war. That would be, you know, or the escalation of the war, I should say. That would be Japan joining the side of the Triple Alliance. They would end up being a relatively minor player in the war, though important. 
uh, and the Ottoman Empire uh, joining the side of the Entente in order to get great gains against the Russians uh, in the Caucasus regions. But we'll dive. How about we dive into uh, those war goals before we get involved uh, in the war itself? Uh, if we look at the German states, Germany uh, believed France should cede. Uh, northern territories such as the iron ore mines uh, at Brie. Uh, this was a goal to weaken the the French industrial capacity and make it so they basically could not compete with uh, with the Germans ever again. They also wanted France. Uh, to pay a war indemnity of 10 billion German marks, uh, along with further payments to cover veterans' funds and to pay off uh, all of Germany's existing national debt. They wanted a partial disarmament of France, uh, including the demolishing of any northern forts that would remain on its border. Uh, and uh, they wanted to expand their colonies uh, in the western part of Africa, uh, at the expense of French colonies. Uh, they had other economic plans for the continent, but those would not be requirements of this treaty. Those would be more their plans for war after the war. The Austrians wanted to not merely avenge the Archduke's death, but they wanted to annex uh, annex Serbia as a whole, uh, as well as retake lands lost in the Prussia-Austrian War, uh, if not. You know, do more to cripple the German Empire. Their ally, the Ottomans, uh, wanted to retake control of Egypt, not directly, but in in a the form of a puppet regime, as well as take the uh, Arabian territories, uh, you know, including Kuwait, uh, from the United Kingdom. They also hoped to expand into the Russian Caucasus. But the Young Turks hoped that this war would give them more legitimacy in the eyes of uh, not just uh, their Turkish subjects, but their subjects as a whole, as a strong and capable uh, leadership group. The United Kingdom wanted to dethrone the Bonapartes. Uh or at the very least put a Jeromist on the throne, uh, as the Jeromists were much more friendly and a much more liberal branch uh, that had built up good relations with the royalty and political class, especially in the United Kingdom. They also wanted to take much of, if not all of France's uh, African colonies, France 
France wanted to take Germany's place as the hegemon on the continent militarily. They also wanted to at least retake Alsace-Lorraine, uh, and perhaps more in the Rhine, uh, Rhineland, and they wanted to really, if they could, break up the German Empire, which had been a pain in their side from really, you know, moments before it was born. Russia wanted to become a power broker. Uh, uh, among the Slavs, uh, among the Balkans, as well as, you know, take some land from Austria-Hungary, of course, to solidify its its place uh, in the West, uh, in, in Europe, and the Balkans. Japan wanted to take uh, French colonies uh, in the Pacific and uh, Southeast. East Asia, we viewed this as an opportunity to expand uh, their power in Asia. Now there would be some late joiners to the war. North Italy would eventually join the war, but not uh, in the Entente as they had promised, uh, but backstabbing the French and the uh, and the Austro-Hungarians, which naturally made sense as they were promised many gains, uh, including Savoy and Corsica from France, as well as Dalmatia, South Tyrol, and Trieste uh, from Austria-Hungary. The Romanians would join in 1916 it would be the last major European power to join uh, they you know wanted to gain land with high Romanian populations in Austria-Hungary as they joined the Triple Alliance uh, and they wanted to crush Bulgarian power the Bulgarians had joined back in 1915 um, they wanted to avenge their losses in the Second Balkan War, uh, as well as become the the Southern Slavic power. So it was a very tentative truce, uh, and a tentative alliance with the Serbians. Uh, the Chinese. Uh, would also uh, join the war um, as a way to avoid, uh, really, a, a war with Japan. As Japan attempted to make demands that would basically make China, or at least northern China, a puppet of the Japanese. But after these 21 demands were talked down to a much more reasonable, uh, much more reasonable state. Uh, they joined uh, the war, hoping to gain um, some uh, holdings uh, of the that the French had uh, in in China, 
Uh, and they had uh, minor ambitions if they could, you know, puppet uh, French Indochina as well. That would be a great boon to them. Um, but next time, we will take a look at uh, the war that would uh, lead to the downfall of Napoleon the Fourth. Thank you for listening to the Alternate History Class Podcast. If you'd like to give any feedback you have, feel free to reach out via Twitter at AltHisClassPod or email the show at AltHisClass at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the show on your preferred podcasting platform so you don't miss an episode when it goes live. If you are able and want to help the show financially, you can support the show on Patreon. Just search for Alternate History Class or use the link in the description of this episode. If you can't support the show financially, that's fine. Feel free to share the show with someone you think will enjoy it. And finally, thank you for your most important contribution, your time. And I'll see you next time as we journey down the path, not 